school librarian who read to crowds, Tom was far more comfortable keeping his thoughts to himself, even with his friends. Yesterday, said Doc, the mayor stopped by for about the hundredth time. Him and that new banker fellow from Texas who's been buying up all the land. Doc opened up the sports pages with soft, tremoring hands. He spread out the baseball section so Tom could read him the scores. Funny, ain't it, son? Now that it's all come down to me, it looks like I took over being the most popular and the least popular man in town at the same time. Tom puffed out a small laugh. He'd heard that phrase lots of times in these hills, but never in regards to Doc. There was a shadowy former pro baseball player named Dante Delgato, a one-time hometown hero who officially wore that title. Nowadays, the man was practically a hermit, living on top of Rattlesnake Ridge. After the mayor left, Doc continued, the historical society came calling. Daisy Ramirez and that bunch of busybodies tried to tell me that this old, broken-down baseball field was a historical monument, ought to be preserved. Well, I told him, it's history, all right. Soon as I sell the land, it'll be history. Doc laughed. They didn't appreciate that. Sell the land? Wait a minute. Just yesterday, Tom had reassured the other ballplayers, saying... Trust me on this. Doc won't sell. He's a baseball man. And he loves these hills. He used to walk up his ridge, spot the perfect big-leaf maple tree, trim off a branch, and make his own bat from it. He's on our side. Now Tom wondered how he could have been so wrong. You mean... You might... You might actually... I'm leaning that way, son, said Doc. Trouble is, I've gone round and round on this deal so many times, I feel like a windmill in a windstorm. But tonight's the big night, isn't it? Gotta let everyone know tonight. He took out a handkerchief, held it against his mouth, and coughed. Now, Tom told himself, tell him now. Don't wait another second. Tom scooted his chair closer. He gripped the seat bottom. Then he scooted back. He closed one eye and tried to focus on his mission. Then he closed the other. He saw the words, but he could not make himself speak. I ain't a fool, Tom. Sure, it means more traffic and noise and bulldozers kicking up dust all year long. But all in all, I think it'll be good for us. This place is dying, son, and as far as I can see, there's only one way to pump life and spirit back into Dillontown. Open up the highway, build new roads and new homes, and bring in more jobs. Those builders did nice enough work down the hill. I expect they'll do the same up here. He tucked away his handkerchief. Wouldn't be selling them my land if I didn't. Jumpin' jackrabbits. What do I need with six million dollars, man my age? 
That nearly knocked Tom off his chair backwards. Six million dollars? That much? Well, Doc, he thought, you could give it to me. But Tom had never considered the idea that a man might reach a point in life when even a million dollars was not important. And Tom had seen the new ballpark down in Lakeview Mesa. The shiny chain-link fences and store-bought grass, all neat and trim. He'd seen the new baseball camp, whose summer team began an annual challenge game against the Dillentown camp three years ago. Some challenge. Each year they'd beaten Tom and the Dillentown Wildcats by at least ten runs. Maybe brand new and improved was better. For the next half hour, Tom poured over the sports pages for Doc, their usual ritual. He'd call out each...